0: guy and that guy bringing you all things, everything basketball here to your apartment. And currently, we're living and staying in my house, provided by Lust Services, the food and everything. So we'd like to thank you. We have a guest star here, someone that's been here before, the one and only G Black. Go ahead, and let him know you're here.
1: Oh, that's your boy.
0: And of course, we got the other guy here, that guy. What you got to say? Are we
2: Are we just going to change the guest Name every single time he's here? <laughs> what? What's his uh, real name? <laughs> name is G. Black. It changes every time. Next time it's going to be
0: black as night. The time after that, Thunder Black. So, we'd like to thank him for coming today. Seeing what knowledge he can spit. As long as he's not freestyling, we will not have any problems.
1: Mic check, mic check. Oh one, two. gosh, no, no, no. Ford,
0: Ford. So, just as a heads up, we are going to talk on a variety of interesting topics today. Just a run through of what we're looking for. Uh, we're going to spend a little time in the beginning giving a recap of the NBA. We're going to look at things we're looking for. Um, uh, that guy might even give us a little bit of uh, knowledge in regards to FIBA and his Celtics as they play along against other, <laughs> other teams around the world. Then we're going to look into fantasy for all you fantasy basketball players out there, specifically for Yahoo. We know there's a lot of information out there for ESPN, but we are giving you the only top information out there for Yahoo fantasy players and then last we're going to look at the top 13 teams we have picked out that have made the most amount of changes in the league this year we're going to rank them based off of their five starting lineup only no bench just the five starting lineup we all have the same sheets we're going to break it down and think who uh, we think is the top 13 in that order and why we think it so with that being the case let's go ahead and jump right in with a recap Um, what do you have to think on the matter of Uh, G. Black with all the events happening, FIBA, what's your thoughts on everything and what are you looking forward to this NBA season?
1: Man, it's been a crazy NBA offseason. We have a lot going on that's gone on. Um, A lot of awesome trades have taken place. We all know about the Lakers, um, getting Anthony Davis. They've been looking for him for a long time and they finally got him. They gave up a lot for him, but it's going to be a great season. I have them winning it all, going all the way, of course. LeBron James, that's my guy. Um, Clippers look good. They're strong second in the West. Um, FIBA's going on. USA is looking good. I think they're going to win gold. I mean, I don't even know where to start, man. You tell me.
0: That was actually his first time mentioning anything or even the name FIBA coming out of his mouth. But <laughs> well, we thank you for that so <laughs> far. recap. So now in regards to FIBA, we're going to have an actual FIBA specialist here who oh. loves the Celtics. <laughs> He's going to break down everything and anything that we don't care about about FIBA.
2: First of all, I love that Jay Black... Gave me just like subpar he- subheadings from ESPN, no substance, <laughs> just what happened during the summer. Okay, uh, so I only got ten go, seconds to speak. If you so go to NBA. dot com, <laughs> you could have seen all of those headlines <laughs> right there that he just read from his phone. So what we got? <laughs> what we got from uh, <laughs> from? Now he's pointing to his phone. That that's where he got his research. So FIBA, if anyone's watching it, we're into the second round. Um, we're into the first week of September. The whole thing about the U.S. team, pretty much, it's four starting Celtics and then everyone else from the league. They're doing pretty good. Um, They had a couple scares when they played Australia. Aaron Baines and the boys put some work onto them in the exhibition game. Uh, Since then, they've won four straight. They just beat Greece this morning against Giannis Antetokounmpo and his younger brother. Um, But the thing that uh, Jay Black did not see is, did you see who their uh, ending center was for – the US team. I did not see that, but I can take a really good guess. After I told him. No, you didn't oh, tell oh, me. Who is it? Um plays for Denver. Oh, love it. What, who? Um he's gonna say Plumley, isn't he? Plumley Mason Plumley. Yeah, it was Marcus Smart.
1: Shoot! <laughs> oh, you did tell me that.
2: Oh man. <laughs> I don't know that. Anyway, so oh, like man. I that shows you how much I know. I know. And I care. Just, so anyway, so FIBA, So that's just to show you what's happening, Mar- Marcus Dude, Smart you is. Do- see it. <laughs> I just thought he was joking for no, that. No, I was just serious. So, so the thing is, Marcus Smart is playing the five. No. So this goes into <laughs> the Joker. What's happening? The Joker is not playing for us. <laughs> surprisingly, do you even know what country he's playing for? This should be a whole new game. Guess who's playing. In FIBA. Okay, this is a whole new. Name me. I will give you $5 if you can name me any. Oh, now he's interested. Who? Say it. Who? <laughs> name me one player, the starting five, for France. Come on, man. One player? Um, He's thinking deeply. Give me one second.
1: One player, the one starting player. five, for France. He's
2: grasping in the air to get this $5.
1: Tony Parker retired. That's not my answer.
2: It's <laughs> getting close for, for him. France. I I love this. Ricky one. Rubio. That is totally incorrect. Yeah. He's for Spain.
1: Yeah. Oh um, shoot!
2: <laughs> so <laughs> who is who's it, who um, it? So another Celtics, uh, Vincent Portier, because no one wants. No one about knows him. about him. Who and I don't know why he didn't go with Rudy Gobert, right? Yeah, but he didn't oh, go. like I'm surprised he didn't do that. That was easy. I'm gonna give you one more. <laughs> I was
0: surprised he was uh, when I found out. When I found out, I was surprised because uh, I was keeping up with the FIBA World Cup, and I was like. Man, so many people play for there, but it's all right. You yeah. haven't been keeping up there. You ain't know nobody. I've been keep, I'm telling him, we've been keeping right, up. name another by, player. So, first of all, if he really wanted <laughs> to, from the first of all, if you're going to the U.S., so test him. Other than the four people, who else can you name from the U.S.? Oh, gosh.
1: The list goes uh, – what what four people? I'm li- name what?
0: anybody outside of the four Celtics that you know that are playing. Oh, gosh. He's a Plumber. Yeah, you got
1: going? okay other than the four Celtics Just that are something. playing? Name some people. Oh man, man I don't even started. know where to start. <laughs> Harrison Barnes. Oh god, oh, no. he went what? to the way to the it. bench. Stop it. Mason Plumley. He said that again? Okay, now Kimba Walker. He's a
0: part of the Celtics.
1: Oh, you're right. He's a man, part of the Celtics. This is bad. Okay, so Kimba, Jalen, Marcus. He's his J- name J- the Celtics. J- <laughs>
2: Jason. Okay, so anyway, I'm just going to do the um, overview of the rest of FIBA. I'm going to have to. Could you turn your mic off for a second when you stop pondering to yourself?
0: You're forgetting Donovan Mitchell, man. you not even. Donovan Mitchell? you forgetting the starters? Actually, hey, who know else? who I'm surprised Who else you saw? So, who when, else you you saying, saw? so up. when you were saying that, um, Marcus, I was surprised because. Miles Turner's actually been doing good. Oh, so I was surprised he's not playing. <laughs> it's all right. So on this note, it's cool. It's the feeble. We don't, I don't know really we don't know. keep yeah, up with it. I
2: love that. But anyway, oh, that's so a point, win goal. That's the, all I the know. The point is, so they're gonna play <laughs> they're gonna play in the next round against Czech um, Republic. We'll see what happens. They're gonna be in the semifinals, possibly against Australia again. Now again, they, they do really bad against Australia because they're such a big team, similar to how big the 76ers are gonna be. Yes. This is actually a
1: question, actually. I'm trying to figure out, why did Ben Simmons not play for Australia? That's great, because
2: he's trying to get a jumper. He's trying to do that, and he doesn't have one. But that's not going to
0: happen. no. He's too busy posting videos on YouTube of him shooting and pickup games. You can check it out. They only post the
2: shots that he makes. I've seen them. Yeah, they're
0: out there. So check it out. Anyway,
2: so he's not not playing. You already know just like how – remember Devin Booker wouldn't go for the U.S.? Mm -hmm. He should really be playing. Anyway, so – the point is, FIBA, there is...
0: On that note, you said the reason he really should be is um, Boyan, uh when he was playing, he lit it up. I think they said 31 points, just knocking him down for three. So, you imagine if you had a three-point shooter in him playing, he would be killing it. But he didn't want to play because he said his body was hurting and he doesn't want to get hurt, all that blah, blah, blah.
2: So, you know, it, we'll see what happens. Now, again, FIBA, there are different rules. Remember, the three-point line is a little bit different and the ball is different. Yeah, so it's a, it's a little bit different, and then the uh, the width of the basketball court is about, what, six to eight inches yeah, different. Smaller. Oh, So everything's smaller. I hate to cut yeah, you by off. By the way, Jay Black is learning about the game of FIBA on this podcast. Derek White for the Spurs. Congrats. He pl- he's playing on there, too. Derek White. Yeah, but that's. No, I didn't. I just thought about it. Well, yeah, because it's Pops guy. Of course. He, Give what me a, some credit.
1: Give me some credit, man. We're
2: not giving you anything. So, Derek so, White? Who, who got cut by an ankle injury? Stop it. Darren Fox, baby. No, no. Kyle Kuzma. Oh, Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> Shoot. No! <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, stop yelling. Stop, stop, I'm you, stop, I'm even, I'm stop yelling. Stop yelling. Stop yelling. am done. I'm mic. Done. Just, my, un, just Turn off your mic. Anyway, so that's all (laughs) with FIFA. I love that Jay Black is so mad, like he's. Anyway, so that's done with that. The next part is talking about the WNBA. That half of the rest of the panel, 66% of the guests, uh, do have nothing to do with it. How do I turn my mic off? So that's a problem. That's you're a sexist pig. So anyway, so with the WNBA uh, going with Washington Mystics. They're right now campaigning to be number one in the East. They're one game apart. And Tasha Cloud, where I was covering the game last night, just passed for franchise record for assists for uh, the Washington Mystics. So it looks like they might have um, home court the whole playoffs. And what's interesting about the WNBA, which I actually like, the number one seed, they get double buys, right? So if you're in number one in the conferences on both sides, you get double buys and then you enter semi which I really like that, um, which, is, which is great that the NBA should actually do. So um, that's what's going on around international play in WNBA. And now we're going to have this guy get back into the schedule and then go to the next segment.
0: Thank you for that information, and we thank you, G. Black, for letting us know your lack of knowledge of FIBA. All right, on to the next thing, what we've all been looking for. We're going to jump into a little bit All Thing Everything Fantasy. Something we all here can jump into. We are all fantasy players for Yahoo, going four to five years straight.
1: Reigning champ, speaking here.
0: Yes, that's me. Why do you
2: keep saying Yahoo like that?
0: Yahoo. That's why. Oh, gosh. So stop! This is why. So, with that being the case, we're going to jump right in here. I have the list, and as I go over it, depending on time, we're going to go over each person in the ranking that they are, and then after that, I'm going to have you guys get your thoughts on it. All right, so we're going to start with number one. As of now, they have number one seated is Anthony Davis. What is your thoughts? We will start with G Black.
1: Ooh, Anthony Davis. He is a number one player. You think about it, he's in L.A. He's playing with LeBron, pick and roll, easy shots. I mean, he's the arguably first 1A, 1B kind of deal. He's 1B option on the team after LeBron. He is, in my opinion, yeah, eh, I, I'm, I'm saying he's arguably the number one option, but I think he's 1B. No, he's the number one option after LeBron. So, anyways, I think he's going to be post a huge season, MVP um, caliber player, um, dunks, rebounds. His assists is going to go up because they've added some nice shooters, some 3 and D um, players. Um, he can pop it out. And, I mean, he's playing with the greatest player in the world. They're going to not only win the West, but I I have them uh, winning at least 65 games. At least 65 games, no doubt.
0: I would agree there. I mean, the one thing I would say is Anthony Davis, d- Anthony Davis is definitely good when it comes to getting you triple doubles. You know he'll definitely get you the rebounds, the assists, and the points will easily be there. So you can see him easily as a – last year he only played uh, – in 25 minutes, he was a 26, and they said 10. So imagine him playing pretty much full-time, looking at it that way. You're talking about the possibility of at least a 20, 27 and maybe a 13 to 15 rebounding, especially with LeBron taking it a little bit easy in the beginning of the season, try to uh, rate him back. So I see why he's up there. It's more so because they didn't know how to rate his potential. They had no choice but to put him as number one. Uh, and
2: let's get your thoughts on this one, uh, Doc. So we look at this. Are they um, – uh, G Black, what's going on with – are they having him as power forward, center? Power forward. Him. He doesn't want to play center. No, but what is Yahoo putting him as? Four five? Both. both. Power both? forward and center, yeah. Okay, so I think this – in the light of a few changing news, yes, we all know Dwight Howard isn't going to make any difference. But he can eat up time at the five. That's the main thing. So th- because without having Dwight Howard, you know that – A.D. was going to have to shift over to five with it. But mm-hmm. with JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard, he can stay pretty much at the four a the whole time. You know Dwight Howard's actually going to be um, trying because he's not going to get paid unless he tries, <laughs> yep. right? So I, I see it going really well for A.D. The only thing is I think that LeBron is the most important player for the Lakers. I don't think he's the number one option because he facilitates so much. He's basically playing the port forward anyway. Who, who's playing f- – Who's playing point guard for Lakers?
1: I don't know if you're gonna say Caruso or um, Quinn um, Bradley. I wouldn't say.
2: What does your list say? My list
1: and the would mic. say. You got to LeBron. Read. LeBron is the the. the <laughs> But you know how that goes. They say LeBron is playing the actual point guard,
2: but he's not really going to play actual point guards throughout the game. Well, yeah, because he doesn't play defense. He plays the point guard on offense. He right. doesn't play the point guard on defense. So I think everything sets up with AD being a great player this year. Uh, the only thing that I would say is I don't know how much rest he's going to get. So I understand if he's going for, if he's going for MVP, he's got to play over what? Over 60 games. So I would assume that that bodes well in fantasy. But the only thing I have a question is, and again, I'm not trying to say anything, how many seasons has AD been perfectly healthy for the exactly. whole year? So if I'm, if I'm the Lakers, if he rolls an ankle, if he has a sore shoulder, I'm going to nurse him back and have him protected than him trying to go for MVP or 60 games a season. Because I know that my team is built for the playoffs, and you're in the West, which is a murderer's row. So I do like AD putting up monster numbers. I'm hesitant that he's going to do monster numbers the whole year. see also, I feel like his numbers are going to be similar to Joel Embiid's last year, where Joel Embiid was really good. But the problem was load management and being injured, he wasn't great for fantasy owners yes that's the only thing in
1: in line with what doc said that makes me hesitant about picking anthony davis even with the number one pick is because as they say the best ability is availability and remember last year, you picked Anthony Davis, and I was like, ah, he might get injured. And it was a unique kind of year. He did get injured, but he could have played yeah. technically. But, you know, the contract, we understand that. But his, his, uh, his injury-prone state, makes me hesitate with getting him number one pick but with that being said he is a number one pick when it comes to fantasy
0: and just a lot thought on that one too is don't forget that anthony davis is now playing with lebron james right so right. you don't know the effect that that will have on him teaching him how to save his body but let's move on to the number two pick steph curry what are your thoughts on him uh g black hit me steph curry um
1: He's going to show off. I mean, I don't even know where to start. I mean, he you saw that playoff game where everybody was basically injured and it was all up to Steph and the numbers that he put up. Of course, it didn't avail to nothing because they still lost the game. But what they were able to do was Steph Curry shooting threes. I mean, I think he's going to have a monster year because its he's the number one option. Arguably, who's the number two? I would say Draymond Green and then D'Angelo Russell. I don't know how some would argue, but I think Steph Curry – Arguably, it's going to be a, a good year. The only, thing I, only reason why I personally don't care to pick up Steph Curry as a number two player is, once again, his ankle. He's always had ankle issues, I- injury. That's what scares me. And also, they love to rest him. And, and I know this is a unique situation because who knows where they'll be in the playoffs, and I don't know if they're just going to hold him back or put him out there. But I wouldn't want to pick him up because later in the year in fantasy when you're in the playoffs, they're going to want to rest him. And it's really
2: gonna hurt you. That's just me. That guy, hit me up. So the whole thing with that is, uh, I was looking at either, I some metric that I was looking at it. If the usage rate, the usage rate for Steph has been low for the last couple of years, even with KD. If he even had a slight increase of usage, he would be outperforming James Harden, Westbrook. So think about this: you have Clay Thompson that's out no matter whatever happens to um, Russell that they have for shooting guard, you would think that Steph Curry's usage rate is going to go sky high. And he's almost, what, 50%? Almost 50% from three. So think about the usage rate that he's going to be. I, I don't see – before I would always shy away from Steph, but Steph is basically – I think if AD, if AD doesn't get it this year, I would not be surprised if Curry gets an MVP this year. Because his numbers are going to be out of bounds. And would you take him number one? I would. I Steph would. Curry? I would take if he Steph. If you had a number one pick, you I, I would take Steph over AD because I think that number yeah. one. But, but you know what? Now that I think about it, let me. I was emotional about that. The only thing is Steph doesn't get rebounds. So if, if I'm looking at this, and we'll go down the list more because I actually think my number one would be someone else. It's not those two actually. I'm not going to talk about it. But the thing is, listen to this. Um, Steph's not going to be getting rebounds like AD would – because AD is a walking double-double at least, plus a couple steals, plus a couple other points, right? Blocks, it doesn't matter. So I still don't think – if I'm looking for a point guard that slides, I would go with Steph. He's going to be the best point guard, whatever you're going to be. That's – I mean, that's a no-brainer. that's a no But for him second, I don't like that his rebounds are still really low. He's still not a physical player. I mean, for me – I took Kyrie last couple of years. Listen, oh, okay. look what happened. Look at him, right? Kyrie was remember when I my first year that I was trying. I was like, you know, I am going to pick up Kyrie and Jason Tatum because no one believed in Jason Tatum that year. But the thing was, number one, you never take two people from the same team. Definitely not three. If Caleb's listening, do not pick four Celtics on your team. Okay, but the point is when you are looking at that point guards are still no matter how spectacular you are either you've got to do something else either draw fouls or get rebounds Steph Curry really doesn't do either James Harden is that weird weird player that he's big enough and he can get those monster games with his points and he gets to the line Steph Curry gets to the line but his body is not made to be run into just like Kyrie he's small so uh, even look at when um, this guy got Ben Simmons, man can't shoot at all. But look at what else he could do because he was so big. How big is Ben Simmons? What, 6'10"? Like 6'9". 6'9", 6'9 6'10". So if you're looking at that, I need a point guard that can be versatile, and that that's why we'll t- talk about that a little bit later.
0: Yeah, so just to finish off on that thought, for me, I, I agree with you guys. And then the only slight point I will disagree is – the reason I would would I pick him number one, no. I would always have a buy I would always lean towards the center because you just have a higher chance of triple doubles, just as you said. But I would definitely say Steph Curry, one thing he has that allows him to pull those 60 and 70 and 80 point nights is because he's hitting so many threes at a high percentage. And three is w- worth more points. So if you're hitting twelve threes, he's gonna get the same amount as someone who does a regular triple-double, which is kind of crazy when you think about. But if he is hitting, and like I think it was forty-eight percent, they said they had about basically fifty. Um, it is um, he's definitely. I can see him as a good solid two for that reason. But that brings us to our next person, James Harden. What's your thoughts on that, G Black?
1: Ooh, everybody knows how much I love me some James Harden, boy. That's weird. Two Romo. years in a word, in, a, in a, two years in a row, James. That's Pina Colada. Two years in a row, James Harden has been. Dominant for me. Number one pick in fantasy last year. How about the year before? Let me think. Number one
0: pick. Wait, can I say one thing to that? Yep. And it's just interesting because I had the person. How long was he the number one pick for? When did he assume the title of number one pick? Just and look at, why did he assume the title of number one just pick? Just look at the end of the can year I just I just to say, oh, So the reason okay. he's not saying this is just a so this a rhetorical question. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to note so people know this. I had Anthony Davis. He had number one the whole yep. time. The only time he actually stopped wasn't when he got hurt. He went out, and got hurt for two weeks, mm-hmm. and still retained the title of number one. It wasn't until the trade offer went through mm-hmm. that the games they started sitting him. Then they had there's no way he can do it because they were only playing him 22 minutes, mm-hmm. 22 minutes, and he was still doing uh 40 points a night in a fantasy on a points to points lead. Right. So um, Harden is good. I'm gonna give you that, but get it right. If he was playing, Anthony Davis would have wiped the floor with him that year. Okay, are you done?
1: because like i said he was the number 1 pick at the end of the year number 1 fantasy pick do your research my friend but anyways that's why i like james harden because consistently he plays hard he's going to give you s- i don't honestly this is okay i don't even know where to start He plays hard. He's going to give you 30 points. He's going to give you 10 assists. He's going to give you at least six rebounds. And we all know how many times he's going to go to the foul line. I mean, and he hits most of his free throws. I think he's at least an 85% free throw shooter. My point is he's a beast, and he's going to be a beast this year. And honestly, if I had the number one pick, I am going with James Harden because he has not failed me. This year is a unique situation because he has Russell Westbrook. I understand that, and they might rest him a little more, but he's still the
2: consensus number one pick in my eyes. Doc. So the thing is, I agree with that. James Harden is just a beast, but the problem is he's going to have to make Westbrook more comfortable this year, and I'm not really concerned about the rest, but they're basically, I think, and I don't think this is a bad formula. But I think James Harden and Westbrook are going to act very similar to Chris Paul and James Harden. Meaning that when the point guard is Westbrook, they're going to move over James to shooting guard, what Chris Paul did when he played. The problem is Westbrook can't adjust to what, Chris, uh, what CP3 did, right? CP3 can shoot threes. Mm-hmm. Westbrook is... Westbrook went down to what 23% from three last year from like 32 from the year before something like that so if I'm saying that you're going to why wouldn't you switch Westbrook because he's younger he's more athletic than CP3 keep him more as the traditional point guard keep James Harden as the more of a traditional shooting guard quote-unquote that means that James Harden's stats are going to go down. There's no way that I can see this year that James Harden will have the sustainability of the points that he's had the two years right. than West Westbrook. And with that being the case, I think someone else is going to sneak in and get more points consistently later on. We'll talk about it because James Harden, it's like knowing that they've got a, and I'm not saying it's the same thing. I know I'm going to talk about the Celtics, but remember when the Celtics were playing with uh, Gordon Hayward and they're like, we're going to force feed him. I think they're going to do that with Westbrook with the, with the, Houston, so he gets closer and gets used to uh, more used to the pace of houston quicker which they'll have his usage rate higher all i'm saying is james harden's numbers are going to dip this year so when g black gets him again this year don't expect the same production level as he's had in years past that's all i'm saying that's all I'm saying. I can, I, uh, can I, talk? I can agree to that. I can
1: agree to that 100%. And you're right that it will make a difference. And I ac- actually acknowledge that if you're listening to what I said, his numbers won't be the same. But at the end of the day, he will be in the top three fantasy players of the season.
0: I would hope because he's ranked number three here, so that's kind (laughs) of odd. So he's like basically stayed where he was. That's
1: with an addition in Russell Westbrook. The
0: only thing I'm going to give him is his assist will go up because if you look last year, he was only the king of double-double with high points. Now his assist will go up, and you'll have triple-doubles. So that moves us on to our next person, Giannis. Uh, What do you got for Giannis G. Black?
1: Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's not his name. Yes, it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. How do you say it? Giannis onto de kumpo. Oh, you're stupid. You say it like an African. <laughs> <laughs> Giannis under the Kumpo. Anyways, Giannis is gonna be nasty. He's gonna be good. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know where to start with him. I hope he well, he's playing feeble. I don't know if he's really how much he's really able to work on his jump shot, but he has a supporting cast around him. He's still gonna be a dominant force. Honestly, he's gonna be another MVP caliber player. Um, not my consensus number one pick for fantasy. But for MVP, he's going to be up there. I mean, what more do you have to say about Giannis other than,
2: yeah, he needs to work on his, his jump shot a little bit. Otherwise, he's good. All right, Doc, what you got? I think Giannis is fine. Uh, I, he went 7-for-11 when he was in FIBA this week. He just got stifled in the second half pretty much by Marcus Smart playing the five. Um, so the, the, Giannis is going to be fine. I actually think Giannis is going to have to do a lot more than he – he's going to act like he did two years ago. Because his supporting cast is not as good on this team. So I think that could mean he's got to create more shots or more opportunities, which means his numbers might go up. Personally, I don't know how it can go up if he hasn't gotten better at his jumper, though. Because then his percentages, you see what I'm saying? So like, if he dishes it out, that's fine, his assists, but his team around him haven't, hasn't gotten better. So his assists won't go up. Um, maybe to the foul line. So he's still going to be very consistent. I I just – I wouldn't pick him number one.
0: I agree with you there. Giannis, to me, he has a ceiling, and fantasy-wise, he hits that ceiling, and he can't go above. So if you're playing fantasy, ceiling-wise, he's more like a anywhere from a 60 to maybe 80 points on a really good night. But other than that, you're not – he's not one of those players like – James Harden had a hundred point night. Steph Curry's had a over an eighty point night. Anthony Davis has had a hundred point night. Even Draymond Green, there's players in the top ten who have had over a ninety point night. Giannis has not had over ninety and he probably won't because of his ceiling and his team. So with that being the case, let's go on to the next person. Cat Carl Anthony Towns. What is your thought? G Black. Honestly, I have never been a huge
1: fan of Anthony Towns. Um call Anthony Towns. That's, that's, no, a, that's I, you know what I mean exactly. That shows you how much I care about him. I've never been a big fan of him, but that's not to take away from his dominance. He's still an awesome, a good player in fantasy. And I noticed in the consistent just saw you had him one year, and Adrian actually had him last year, two years. Um, he seems like he starts slow, but then he gets strong towards the end of the season, and in that is correlates to his regular season, you know, play, but. He's still a dominant center. He's a good big man. Dick. Consent, some people say he's in the top three discussion, not me personally. But um, he's going to get your rebounds, your points. He's going to give you blocks. Um, he's, he, he gets the free throws. He's a decent free throw shooter for um, a center. Not my personal, you know, big man for a top pick. But he's a dominant player. I like him. Uh, Doc, uh, let me hear what you got.
2: I I, actually, he's probably going to be a dark horse probably. And you can probably steal him in the outside of the first round. The thing is what I I actually like what uh, G black said. I think he's better. in the later part of the year, which if I'm building a fantasy team, I need that because if, if he's going to be better at the end of the year, I can sneak in and get a few more wins later on. The whole thing is the consistency with him. He has a really good relationship with this coach. So, if you looked at it, his stats were great after Thibodeau got fired. Now, what was the problem with Thibodeau? If everyone remembers, he would just flare out his players and just have too many minutes. Uh, Flip's son, that is now the head coach, is a more balanced in trying to get Ryan, Ryan Saunders. Look at that. G. Black bringing, bringing up some knowledge here. So, right there... I don't know why he didn't say it in the mic because he has his own mic to say that. I wanted you to get the credit for oh, thank that, you. man. Thank Thanks. you. But you gave me the shout-out. I appreciate um, it. So, with that, I think he's going to be better. Andrew Wiggins, not so oh fortunate. Not so fortunate. He's going to be a steal in the draft because he, he is ranked so low for
1: Yahoo Fantasy. He's not that bad of a player. He if, He's in over 120
2: okay. in Yahoo Fantasy. Okay. Yeah, you might as well get him in those. Let me he, see no. what he's
0: doing. I'm sorry. He is that bad. So there's a reason Yahoo put him lower than one. He stop actually it, might it. even be lower than 120. <sighs> so as G Black is literally telling me, like, no, he's good. I'm just shaking my head. I can't say anything because he is that bad. Is he, he literally, Hula, Hula. I can get a better performance out of out of JJ Reddick than I can get out of Andrew
2: Wiggins. I mean that's true. I mean because JJ is consistent. I think Wiggins, if he slips down into the eight or nine, okay, I I would pick him up. Right. 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 If Stop. he goes
0: to the eleventh round, I'm, I'm, you think I'm? Joking. He's the
1: second best option no,
0: on Minnesota. Did you see him last year as the second best option? He know, still did. But he's a bad, he's within a
1: top hundred player. Come and, on. So let me tell you right speaking. now. Let me tell you. Fantasy right be-
0: wise, he's a best top hundred player. No, he's out of the top. He's literally probably okay. one fifty. There's a reason they rank him where he did. So now, if you looked at him from the last two years, and I can tell you this because last year, no. and you look at him the year before. I don't need to. So the year before. He was ranked up probably in the fourth round. They yeah. actually came back, and they changed it after his performance last year, and now they have him in the seventh and eighth round right. for a reason. So now if you're out there, for you Yahoo Fantasy people who are doing mock drafts, notice that the computer won't even pick him. <laughs> and that doesn't even make sense. That goes against the AI's internal component. He's a steal. It so he can steal him. I'm going to pass. And we'll go to the next person with Jokic, my main man, awesome dude. What is your thoughts on him? G Black. All right. Jokic. This, in my mind,
1: after Anthony Davis, of course, is the number two big man when it comes to um, the top rankings in Yahoo Fantasy. We know what he's going to do. Um, Paul Millsap said it best towards the end of the season. He said he's the Tom Brady of the team. Like, he is, his IQ is really high. He's a good passer. He knows the game. He knows when to uh, – to score when he needs to take over when he he can find an open man i really like him and honestly he's in the mvp um conversation so if i if i was th- picking a number two big man it would be uh yokich is he within my top five overall for <laughs> yahoo Fantasy? no but is he within the top six yes because he's number six <laughs>
2: good god <laughs> thank you for that reasoning and now we're gonna
0: go to uh that guy
2: the problem is public school has failed another child. That, that's that's what we've learned in this podcast. Um, Jokic, to tell you the truth, like just be honest. I don't. I already know that if anyone didn't know, G Black actually is the commissioner of our league, and he has a vendetta against me. So I never get Stop above it. top Stop five. Stop it. Stop so it. So I can honestly say Stop this because I never get this pick. But I would probably look you at. You never had the top five pick. No, fool, I haven't. I'm always at the end of the draft. It's automatic. I don't have no control <laughs> over that. I have no control over That's that. That's what he's – anyway, so I think if I had if – if I'm in even top five, I would pick Jokic first. And the reason behind that is um, he's very consistent. He is the closest point center that this league has ever had. And if you look at him playing playing in FIBA or anything – what's interesting about FIBA – I'm not saying that like it's a good indication but basically Serbia has just let him run with it. They're basically like listen we know what you can do just be the be the point guard. And like in in his vision he is so much taller than anyone he can dominate them and he is very very unselfish. So either way he's a he is a walking triple double. Yeah. So I can build a sustainable and by the way he's he doesn't get hurt that often. I mean, he's built. So, if I'm looking at someone that's fragile, listen, Westbrook, yeah, he got triple-doubles, but you always you always had to pray for Westbrook that he wasn't going to like decapitate himself as like he goes so fast, right? But Jokic was just all over the place. He plays controlled. He has really he has a guard. I don't really like Murray, but whatever. So, I can anchor an entire fantasy team with Jokic. He is so good you can't steal them anymore. In years past, no. you might see him drop and people get more sexier picks, right? But Jokic, he's going to be in the top 5 this year and if they if he slips out of top 5 and you find him, you got to pick him up. That that's just the bottom yeah,
0: line. I agree. So with that being the case, we're going to switch things up. We're going to go over three more. We're going to have um, there we're going to have four more in the um, top 10, but we're going to hit this with a lightning round. So give me your quick Thoughts on these next four, and the reason I did this is because they're these next four, for reasons, as you will bring up, they're not as uh, good-looking as the other players we talked about. So, uh, Godfrey, in a minute or less, and I will take 30 seconds, tell me, what is your thoughts on Joel Embiid?
1: Joel Embiid, I would not pick him because he's injury-prone. He's a dominant player. I won't knock anyone who would pick up Joel Embiid. Um, third best center in my mind, Anthony Davis uh Jokic and then Joel Embiid and then Carl Anthony Towns that's just my opinion but personally I wouldn't pick him number
2: one Doc uh yeah I mean same thing I had him last year he was great all the way until the end of the season and then after uh all-star break um he rested pretty much the rest of the weeks until uh the playoffs so he killed my team so He was great when you had him, but again, now the only thing is they're going to rest him a little bit more and, you know, take some minutes because Al Horford will be there for the 76ers, but still, this is a man that's in peak condition and he still had an upper respiratory uh, infection. I can't trust him. I can't trust a man that has pneumonia midseason when he's supposed to be the best. Um, No, no, I'm not gonna and like I said, this is why
0: it's lightning round, because they're a lot easier. I don't even have anything to say, because I agree with everything you said. Next one, Godfrey, one of your number one picks in recent years. Hit me up with Damian Lillard.
1: Woo-wee! I was waiting for you to say his name. That's my boy, Damian Dollar. Dame Dollar, let me get it right. So, Dame, I, that's my number one, number two point guard, let me be honest. Number three point guard, number, let me be honest. Dame Dollar is nice. He already got a max contract. You know what he's going to bring. Assists, steals, take over the game. It's Dame time. Holler at your boy. I don't even know where else to go other than he's a beast.
0: Uh, Yeah, with that one. uh, Now, I do want to, for a quick question that I got for your um, doc here, do you find it interesting that the way the league has gone, that David Lillard now has to be in the top ten?
2: Yeah, I mean, listen. Go ahead.
0: And the reason I ask this for people like Godfrey asking, look back to your league when you picked him. You picked him in the second round. You're so right. usually the top ten would consist of after Joel Embiid would be LeBron James and you would have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. But due to the That's fact daunting. of their circumstances, which we'll get to in the next round, they have moved down. Damian Lillard has gotten better. Mm-hmm. But Damian Lillard versus LeBron James, you tell me what you would think if they're both healthy.
2: they're both healthy, I don't have to think about it. It's LeBron James. Right. I mean, because he's the point forward. He's going to get me more points, everything like that. Uh, Dame Dollar, as much as I love him and I love those state oh well, State Farm commercials. Excuse me. Um, he is still limited by the ways that he can help his team. Th- listen, rebounds, all those things. So let me let me go with this. We're going to go with G Black trying to now defend Dame Dollar over LeBron, which I Thank love. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just going to say one thing.
1: If I have the pick, top, if I'm pick number eight. I would get Damian Lillard over LeBron James. That wasn't hands the question. Down. The
0: question was if they're both healthy. Because he just healthy. made a statement.
1: No, if they're both healthy. If they're both healthy, if I had a pick, I will choose Damian Lillard over LeBron James. I've done it multiple times in my mock draft, and I'll do it in the real thing.
0: Well, I'm happy. And the good news about that, just a side and note. LeBron's before, my boy. And just before we go to the next note, a side note, if you remember last year when, uh, who was it, Jamaka had him, he actually was ranked in the top 10 mock had LeBron James last year. LeBron James went on a spree, and he was in the top ten above Damian Lillard. But this is the thought.
2: At the end of the year, who was in it? But That's but that I was because LeBron James uh, tore his True. adductor True. and basically said, oh, wait, my team is trash. I have to trade them. True. I have to trade ev- trade everybody. So that wasn't really a consistent year. Every other year past that, LeBron would have outpaced Dame Dalla every single year.
0: So that gets to our next lightning round. LeBron James G Black. Come oh, on, man.
1: I'm a LeBron fan. LeBron James is good. But believe it or not, it might be hard for everybody to understand. LeBron, yeah, he's in within my top ten. Um, but he's gonna be a beast. Do I have to say anything? We no, know what but he's the gonna The question bring. is
0: this you picking him at number nine.
1: Me picking LeBron at number nine? That's possible. Yes. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: it. I love that. I mean I'm not he say has, anything. I, I mean, love that G on. Black has named eighteen players and said they're all within his top ten. All of them. Stop it. We've only had eight
0: players. I can't. So, the best part about this, like, LeBron, and you already know LeBron's not playing over 70 games because they have to manage him. So, with that being the case, let's go to the next hardest one. Kawhi Leonard at number 10. Would you get him? Godfrey. I'll just say this. When I do my mock drafts, I don't
1: touch Kawhi Leonard. That's just my opinion. I don't like putting out my information here because, you know, you guys are in my league and I don't like that. But I don't choose Kawhi Leonard. He's injury prone. He's load management king. I don't want him. But if he drops with after number fifteen, I
2: will get him.
0: I would hope after fifteen. said <laughs> <laughs> if he drops to like the
2: eighth round, I think I'll get him. Sure. All right, Doc. I just love that I don't I think the whole thing that I've learned so much from this thing is that G Black doesn't understand math. I think that's <laughs> I think he's he doesn't understand how many people in our league, so what round they're going into. The thing is that yeah, Kwai, like I wouldn't touch Kwai either, but the whole thing is I think people are going to be so emotional with this draft. And yeah. you know half the people in our league go for star powers yeah. that they're 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 not gonna be thinking clearly during the first and second That's draft sure. round. So again, this goes for ones that you got to think about your league. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking about the composition of your league, think about are they seasoned vets, how many people are seasoned vets in your league versus how many people are going to be star chasers because that's going to greatly swing your draft in the first three rounds. And you've got to understand that just because you love this player doesn't mean it correlates with how good they are in fantasy. It is a fantasy game. It is not – Can
1: I make a point – but well, we have a unique league in that we have some that not only <laughs> they're not star chasers, they they stars that are in their mind stars. They're not even stars. And some of them are washed up, but they would choose some
0: within the top three rounds, which blows my mind. But the, so this is the thing. The good news is I'm actually counting on those people to do what they exactly, do best, exactly. so I can go where I need to be. So at the end of the day, what have we learned? We've learned a lot. So we're going to switch this all up now for all those finishes. Because the last thing I want to finish off here is there is a round that is interesting to me. So I'm going to do this differently. I'm going to get Doc's opinion. I'm going to get Godfrey's opinion. So I'm going to read off the list for the second round, and you just tell me quickly who you would choose out of this second round if you're picking for the second round. So in the second round, pay attention, you have Bradley Beal, Kyrie Irving, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, Jimmy Butler, Kimba Walker, Drew Holiday, Devin Booker, and Luka Doncic. And the last person is Trey Young. So out of those names, G-Black, you tell me, if it's second round, who would you pick? Automatically, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to take Doc's
1: boy. I don't think this is who he would pick, but it would be Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. And that might blow your mind. He's talking about the second round. Kyrie Irving, he's playing in Brooklyn, and they are – they work, when it comes to point guards, they just, like, blossom. Look at what D. Russell was able to do. Kyrie Irving is taking his place. He's a better player, perennial all-star. I would take Kyrie Ir- Irving hands
0: down in the second round over those players he just mentioned. A good thing is hearing that, I do agree with him, and I know, well, I wouldn't choose him. I'll say my thought, but I know why you've been listening because you've been listening to Road to World. If you've been listening to Lockdown, and Lockdown, they break it down and they tell you exactly
2: those stats. Doc, tell me who you want. Well, because no one listens to my direction, we're about to um, now have to take a break, and we'll be right back after this.
0: After that short break, now we're going to go right back to where
2: we left off with uh, Doc giving us his number one pick from that second round. All right, so from the second round, I got basically two different ones. And I have pros and cons. Actually, I have three, but I'm going to tell you my favorite, and then I'll talk about pros and cons of the other one. It's Luca. It's got to be Luca. Oh because the reason, listen, first of all, oh G Black is back after stealing him from last year's draft oh for me. But the reason I'm talking about Luca is he's reformed his body. Now, if you haven't checked, because I know G-Black doesn't care and doesn't do any research, did you know how much weight he gained from when he went to Euro when he came over to the States? Did you ever read anything about him? No, I do not know. See, this is the thing, because no one does research on this show. What happened was he actually did not diet or do any kind of nutritional training from EuroLeague to the NBA. So, number one, when he was in uh, the – Summer League, you saw how pudgy he was. See also what's happening with Zion right now. You see how big boy. The thing is, now he's actually seeing what it takes to be in the NBA, and he has gotten so much better by losing more than 20 pounds. And by the way, Luca is how tall? He's what, six? He's as big as – he's almost as big as Ben, okay? So you're looking at someone that can, wait a minute, actually shoot unlike Ben. And someone that can still play make and he's playing with a better cast of players, you're telling me that Luca isn't not going to be an easy second round. Easy second okay. round. When he's playing a point forward, basically.
1: So I just I want to ask you, in your mind, Luca Doncic is going to be better than Kyrie Irving
2: in points. Paul George. In points. Wait, 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 wait. Your, points wait, isn't everything. Okay, you wait, talking wait about fan, Yahoo fantasy points. What do you think overall? No. Okay, no, no, no. Back up, back up, back
1: up. I okay. had Luca. I I love Luca, but he's not going to match the season. What was that his number? Okay. okay, so it's, as a rookie, opinion. how
2: many it's years? How many points did Luca get his his rookie year versus Kyrie's year last year? Okay, we're gonna look I mean, at this. You, come
1: on, you can't compare Kyrie to anybody yeah, yeah. last year. Get, out, on, get, that, get out of here. You know that, man. Get that trash out of here. You can't compare that. First of all, on. and by the way,
2: okay. By the way, Kyrie had Kyrie had his best season ever. Kyrie had his best season ever with Brad Stevens. Who is every time they've gone to the Celtics, their every point guard's numbers have gone up. Isaiah Thomas's numbers went up, correct? Right? He doesn't want to say G. Blaxton. Yeah, it's yeah, astronomical. You don't remember Isaiah Thomas when he played on the Kings or Phoenix. Okay, Kyrie had the most efficient year ever he's ever had. Even playing with LeBron, he played in the Celtics. So you're telling me right now oh, I'm making a point for Kimball Walker, but the point is, you're telling me that Kyrie's Kyrie's numbers are going to dip when he goes to Brooklyn. Oh, no, they they're no, going to
1: dip. No,
2: they're going to dip. No. You don't understand what Kyrie does to a team. Okay. You really don't All understand. Right. Okay. okay, Luca has more opportunities to make more, more, <laughs> more of a difference. I cannot believe you. I cannot believe you. Only got fra- right.
1: it's only going to. Pro- I mean, at the end of the year, fantasy is believe- going to prove it what? because. Luka Doncic is not, and I had him. He, in my mind, helped me win the fantasy. So basketball why are you going with Kyrie? Season? Because Kyrie is not only a better player than Luka, we can admit to that, but Kyrie, in the system player. that he's going to be playing in, as a point guard with Kenny At- Atkinson, Atkinson, whatever his Atkinson, name is, Atkinson, now. he is going to show off. He is going to be an all star. Luka Doncic won't even be an all star. Mark okay that's know. true that's so true. this is the thing. You're right
0: and let me break this out i understand why you're saying what you're saying because we've listened to the same thing and i understand so, who, Kai who's would, yours who's yours? No. so i understand why you say Kyrie will do better true, but at that's the, end, the end of the day if i'm looking at this and when i've done mock I can't jabs wait, I can't wait so this is the know. thing at the end of the day in this round there's two people i would go and the two people i would pick number one is I agree with you. It's Luca. I've already looked into it. So the first thing is and I agree with you. As soon as I saw he lost weight and I said a faster Luca who got triple doubles, he was actually the only rookie to get as many triple doubles as he did. So he's already got that. And you should know Jimmy but Butler know. is a star of his team. No, but this is what you're forgetting. Jimmy Godfrey. Butler is gonna step yes. up. He's Gi- gonna be better than Luca Yes, but Godfrey don't forget how old Jimmy is. Do you really think they're gonna push Jimmy to he's his in dead? His prime. Do you think they're gonna push him to his dead? No they want to keep him until they can get a team around him. Okay. So, Luca, this is their year. So, this at the, at the end of the day, this is what I'm saying. And I, the one time this guy and that guy agree, Luca is going to happen. Why? Because you had him last year and you saw what he did. 22, 23 points he averaged, he's going up in points. He's going up in assists now because. And Luca, and this is the thing. I know why he picked Kyrie because Kyrie's points will go up. Why? Because Kyrie will get more point shooting, the team will be his next year. But the problem is this: it was last year yeah, was no. It but this year. is the thing you're forgetting. Kyrie's assists aren't going up. You think they're going up? Kyrie's still not going to uh, want to pass I'll tell the ball. I somebody
1: else. I put my life on it that I pick over Luca. I Drew Holiday.
0: Okay. Now this is it. Yes, okay. So now can man. I say another thing? And re- hey, come on. So this is the thing. Hold on. So I understand why you said Drew, but with us looking, listening to the same thing, if you paid attention to what they said. Drew Holiday is a great pickup, they said. But they brought out that there is a chance, they don't know, they may be trying to showcase him to be able to trade him and build off of him because he is now the older one on the and team. And if we are listening to the same thing... You are. If we are,
1: because apparently we're not. They even mentioned that Luka Doncic will not, not only match his what he did last season, but also Luka Doncic is a second late second round early third round pick.
0: He won't match it. He won't So now this is where okay, so for all the fans out here, is, I mean, I'm about to show you something that's very crazy. So if you look on where he he is, notice what Godfrey said, G Black said, he's a late second round. So if you look, they have him at interesting, 19, right where he should be. But at the same time, if I'm choosing between him and Kyrie what happens if Kyrie doesn't like his team? Is he going to do like he did this year? What happens if Kyrie decides that, you know what, Levert, he's getting too much attention. What happens if someone else decides to take over? There's too many unknowns with Kyrie, and I watched Kyrie when he was on your team, that guy, and I saw his numbers were not something that I was like, wait, is it going to get that much better? They will get better, but that much better. Truthfully, I would choose Luca first, and you might find it crazy. I can already tell. Second would be Trey Young for me.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Right. Go Can we do this now? You guys is, I'm okay. just loving okay. it. You guys okay. are going to leave me some okay. awesome okay. players. Okay.
2: Because we know that most likely how many – G-Black, how many times have you won this league? One. One time. So I'm not really too concerned about his opinion. So the I mean, thing is – How many times have you won? I'm just closed. wondering. How many times have you well, won? Well, because I got – first of all, oh, wait. I want to oh, say what okay. okay. happened. Zero. Just stop, how many times have you – oh, Okay. Hmm, okay. <laughs> Because his wife helped him. That doesn't. doesn't (laughs) Ah. So now that this has officially become
0: more than
2: personal. (laughs) But seriously, if you look at it, if I was looking at Luca, if I didn't get Luca, I would actually go with Jimmy because he's the first option. Um, Jimmy, I would do because he's, he's actually the first option and he can get to the foul line. Trey is too small. And, um, I think he's going to get beat the same thing with, um, Kyrie Kyrie goes away against contact. So he doesn't go to the foul line, even as much as Kimba. So the whole thing is, it's like, I don't think Kimba is going to have the same numbers as last year because he has more weapons. So that's why I wouldn't pick Kimba second round. But if I'm looking at those, that's what would happen. And interesting that you said that.
0: So now the reason I said for me is if you were paying attention last year, something crazy happened. You can call it a phenomenon. Um, Trey Young, at the end of the year, he actually trailed up and ended up finishing in the top 20. Trey Young. So now you say why. Now this is why. Because Trey Young is basically training to be the next Steph Curry. If you look at his three-point percentage, it's in the high 40. It's not as high as, of course, Steph Curry – but the thing he has that benefits him is he's shooting at a high percentage. He's sh- shooting at a high percentage, and he's, he has the ability. So think about last year, how many he shot threes. They're going to increase it this year
2: because they want him to shoot at a high rate. I, 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 I would not uh, – first of all, just to be honest, I wouldn't take Trey second round. But the thing is with Trey – and it, I understand the correlation. They do want him to be Steph. But you know what I think it's more of? They're like, screw this. We're not even going to make the playoffs. You go ahead and shoot the lights out, whatever. And they're letting Trey shoot because Atlanta is not going to make top eight. They're, but they're now you ask yourself it. this.
0: Last year, Miami did not They barely made it. And now ask yourself this. If if they see it and he's going out, so now is your boy a triple-double
2: machine? Is Jimmy Butler a triple-double machine? Coming. Uh, Jimmy, no, <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, listen, uh, Butler is actually not going to be a triple-double. He's going to be closer to a double-double. Um, and
0: not high in but rebounds, you, but high in points.
2: Now, you know who's going to be trying to take his shine, though? Dion Waiters. That's where people don't understand. Dion don't like sharing the ball, man. He's been there longer. Dion,
1: <laughs> Dion's going to have to understand that Jimmy Butler is the alpha dog of the team. You know how Dion Waiters can try to take
2: No, he's going to have to refer... To Jimmy Dion, Butler. Deion Waiters doesn't refer to anyone. Do you remember when Deion was on OKC? Who still thought he was the second option on OKC when he was still with Westbrook and KD? And he was like, pass me the ball. Remember that? This is the same Deion Waiters and Ibaka and Steven Adams. Like, he, that is an irrational, like, you, not many players have that. So, it's like Carmelo. And that's why he's out of the league. So, now as we go through this... um <laughs> this guy is going to be talking about the next section of what we're going to be talking about in the podcast.
0: All right. So now that we've had fun with that, and you can tune in, there is a chance we might try to mix things up and do a live draft. Um, but uh, you'll tune in to the end of the podcast and we'll see where that takes us. But for the last section, we have a nice, interesting thing. Uh, each person has been given a sheet with 12 teams on it, uh, and each one's going to rank them from 1 to 12. So they see they all have the same seeds and it's only going to be based off of the starting five, based off of ESPN as of now. So as we go through, we're going to start with uh G Black, then we're gonna go to Doc, and then I'll finish. Each one will give their top five and then out of the, the twelve teams we have and then just break it down. You can give us a good breakdown of why you have them in that order and uh then we'll go on. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right, so Looking at this list, I mean it may not come to any surprise, any surprise to anyone else that Lakers is my number one. I mean, when you have LeBron James <laughs> and Anthony Davis on the same team, two potential MVP candidates easily. I I don't know what what more needs to be said. And then they have Kyle Kuzma and Danny Green on the outside. Kyle, Kyle Kuzma's a shooter. Dwight Howard, he's suspect. We'll find out. But you got JaVel McGee. Him and JaVel will be sharing time. But in this starting five lineup, I have Lakers number one. Number two, of course, everybody knows, is the Clippers. The Clippers, you have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Paul George, MVP candidate. Kawhi Leonard, we all know what he did taking his team to the championship, what he brings all-around player. Both of them, oh, my goodness, defensive-wise, they, this is probably the best defensive team in the M- starting five, I should say, in the NBA when I look at it. Zubaki can be a little suspect, but that is a strong starting five. So that's number five is um, number two, I'm sorry, is the Clippers. Moving on. Number three. This was tough, honestly. This was tough. But I had to go with the Rockets. Why? Because. When you have Russell Westbrook a walking triple double, do I think he's still gonna have a triple double? No. But you throw in James Harden in the mix. We don't know how they play together. We, we we're gonna see, we're gonna find out. But based on what they've said and commentary that we've heard, James Harden and Russell Westbrook, they know each other, they go way back, they they're good friends, they play with each other throughout the summer. They're going to be deadly. And I do think they're going to work with each other. They got to find a way to work with Westbrook's um, jumper because that joint is broke. But um, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and then you got Eric Gordon. You got to worry about him on the outside. PJ Tucker, lockdown, Clint Capella, pick and roll, um, defense. So they're top three, easy. One, two, three. Um, Number four, I have the 76ers. You have Ben Simmons, you have Tobias Harris. Joel Embiid and then you throw into the mix Al Horford Al Horford it's interesting Al Horford he's the one that gave Joel Embiid problems within the playoffs when they would guard each other now they're on the same team working with and Al Horford is the ultimate veteran I mean he can pass the ball he knows when to shoot the ball he can play defense we've seen him against Joel Embiid and then you throw in Tobias Harris yes they lost Jimmy Butler but Josh Richardson isn't a bad pickup. He's a young up-and-coming star. He's not going to be the same Jimmy Butler, but arguably a better s- shooter than Jimmy Butler. So we'll we'll see. And we know Ben Simmons needs that. So, therefore, and number five, that was another tough one, but I came with the Celtics. Because if Jason Tatum can play like what he played two years prior, and then you throw in Kimba Walker, we saw what he did on Charlotte. I, I mean, he can... Score at will. And then after that, you throw on top of that the defense with Jalen Brown. Then you come in there with Gordon Hayward. Hopefully Gordon Hayward is a Gordon Hayward we knew from Utah. Um, They say that he's been doing good. Now he has no restrictions when he's working out. He looks really good. I've just seen clips on ESPN of him working out. And if he can be the player that we all would like him to be, I think they would edge out in the top five, in my opinion. I could could say more, but – I don't want to be here all day talking about it. So, that's my top five.
0: And now we're gonna to go to Doc. All
2: right. So, what what was the question? I'm not gonna to lie to you.
0: So, uh, Godfrey gave his top five out of the same twelve teams that we have. You give your top five out of the same twelve teams, and you can break down your reasons.
2: Okay. So, we're gonna go with top five best changed teams.
0: Top five. Technically, it's just Sorry. these five teams going based off of their. All these teams have been changed really the most but it's just going based off of their starting lineup
2: only starting lineups. Okay. So I think this is the trick question because I would have the Celtics in it, but I think it's because they have their best bench. So we're going to talk about that as my sixth team, because I know you guys don't care and look at that. All right. So we're going to go number one Lakers. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I like this. The the only thing that I'm I'm trying to really look at is I, I don't actually see a bad team. I don't see a bad team. Uh, LeBron, I'm having him as point forward. I'm, I'm just having that. Danny Green as shooting guard. Kyle Kuzma at the three. AD at the four. And Dwight Howard just basically just being in the paint. And I feel like he's just going to foul out every game until they bring in JaVale McGee. And then that's going to be it. So, I, I think the Lakers have the best consistent team. The problem is it's, it's, a, it's a team built for playoffs, not for speed. The If you're looking at speed – um, I mean, this isn't mentioned, but I actually like a team last year that almost made it in Sacramento. I really like them, and I'm serious. It, 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 they, but they're going to – the problem with the Lakers, they're built for March and April. They're not built for now. So I, I think they're a great team long-term for the season. I don't think they're going to have a very good record for the beginning of the season. I think they're going to be in the 3-4 spot. Jay Black, you have a microphone. You can you can disagree if you want. I,
1: I, I don't want to keep – because I'd be cutting you off all day. So my point is, what do you what are you getting at? Are they your number one team for the starting five? Number one team that with will the be starting five
2: for starting five in playoffs. I don't think for the season. So though. who's
1: your number one team for starting five? In the, we're talking about the regular for season. The
2: regular season is going to be the Jazz. Oh, God! because I know you're going to say this, but let's talk about the most consistent people. They're not sexy. They're not anything. But Mike Conley doesn't do turnovers, doesn't do it. And with Donovan Mitchell not actually playing a point guard shooting guard, Donovan Mitchell can get hot all the time. But the problem is when Donovan Mitchell plays point guard, his turnovers go insane or he just has bad nights where he goes like one for twenty three. Like, it, it, Donovan Mitchell has been known for that. But with having Mike Conley to maintain the game, slow it down, I'm totally fine with that. I actually like them a lot. My Donovan Mitchell regressed last season. He wasn't even that but good. What did he have to do? Because he had to, he had to pick up your sorry guy, Ricky Rubio, half the time. Ricky Rubio was trash last year. Did you tell me he was good last year?
1: No, he's not good.
2: So but that's why Donovan Mitchell had to play the not, one. The Jazz
1: is not the number one starting five lineup.
2: Okay, but that's what I'm saying. For long term, for this season, Oh, we're talking about regular season, right? Regular season, they're not. Okay, so let's go this. If we go with Lakers regular season, LeBron, they're going to rest him. They're going to they're gonna do Popovich to him. LeBron's not going to play over 60 games. Is he going to play over 60 games? You're telling me the Jazz are better than the Lakers starting five, the Demo, Clippers starting what five, I said? the Rockets starting five? No. The Rockets are going to have You said they're number one. Yeah, for regular season. Regular season. They're not number one for regular season. Is he? <laughs> oh, but your – I'm sorry. This is your part. This is, this your is, part. Time, this is I didn't, time. I didn't listen. This is your time. I'm sorry. I had to let this man talk for 12 minutes You straight. just said I could
1: cut you off whenever. So. I said for that one point. Uh, no, you say, said oh, whenever. whenever. <laughs>
2: The second point is it's a tight, contested one. I think the Rockets are going to be top two in the West for most of the season. The reason I think that is is because you're basically upgrading a better CP3 that's more athletic and younger. You're not changing anything else. So Westbrook is going to be better than CP3. So Rockets are your number two. For, the, re- the only reason they're not going to be number one is because they're going to need a month or two to okay. figure it out. I think the Jazz are going to be a lot more consistent, so they're going if to— If you're
1: going with consistency, then how do you not choose the Denver Nuggets?
2: No, nah, because I don't like Jamal Murray. As... Why Done.
1: not? Because Jamal Murray is— If anything, Gary nah. Harris is the suspect person with how inconsistent he no, was last no, year and in no, injury. No, I can't even bring in Gary Harris. Andrew, no, to...
2: that's what I was going to say. I can't bring in Gary Harris because he, I didn't see him for three months because I had him on my team. Okay, <laughs> Gary Harris didn't show up until January, so they can't be in the conversation. Jamal Murray is too emotional, and he's got his money yet. Now, I don't think he's going to be that motivated this year, honestly. So, I don't I don't see that happening, and I think all these other Western teams are going to jack them so up. So, Jazz is your number one. Rockets is your number two. Uh, they can be interchangeable. I, the more we're talking, I think it's more going to be Rockets, but I think you Jazz— You make up your mind, bro. Okay, Rockets one, Jazz two, Lakers three, 76ers— Four, Warriors five. The Clippers aren't even in your list. No. <laughs> because do you know, how long is Paul George going to be out? Uh, do you know? Actually, he's going to be out possibly like four or five months. Okay. So you're going to tell me that they're going to somehow be in the top three in the West with being we're out that long. we looking at the well, starting well, lineup that we have on CJ this sheet Paul's in front of us.
1: And on this sheet in front of me, I see Paul George. If we're talking about injuries, that can make a difference. But what a sheet Josiah gave me. Has Paul George in the starting lineup, so that makes them number you're two. You're
2: talking about regular season; he's not showing up until Christmas, so that's All January. This sheet, Paul George, I don't see IR or anything. O- okay, next to so it. let me get this straight: you're going to make an imaginary team of Paul George playing the first two months of the season with an imaginary schedule. Why don't we just look at it when they're healthy? If they're healthy, if they're healthy at the end of the year, Lakers are going to be number one at the end of the year. They're going to be. They're going to – into playoffs, Lakers are going to be the okay, best but team. I, I, you keep throwing me off. Are you saying at the end of the year
1: what they're going to be? What is your list? If everybody's healthy, what is your list?
2: That's what he asked. <sighs> the top Lakers five. are going to be top five, but they are not going to even be in top three in the conference when playoffs show up. So
1: your list is, one, Jazz, one or two, Jazz or
2: Rockets. Four, it. regular season records. Uh-huh. Jazz are going to be top three. Rockets, I wouldn't be surprised to be number one. Okay. Okay. Lakers are going to be hovering around 3-4, but I really see them in the 4-5 matchup because okay. they're going to rest people at the end of the year. Okay. I think in the East, 76ers are going to be top two. So I have to show them respect. The Bucks. I don't really see. First of all, you, you got jacked up with Eric Bledsoe thinking that he was going to do anything. Eric Bledsoe ain't doing trash, okay? He's trash. So the 76ers, they're the best starting five. That doesn't make them the best team. And then I can't disrespect the Warriors not being in top five. Now, this is the thing. We already talked about Steph Curry popping off, and they're going to use him as much as James Harden possibly. Even if they give him a third of as many shots as James Harden, he's still going to buoy that team. Now, if you look at Alfonso. McKinney, you didn't even know who that was until you saw this sheet. So that doesn't count. Um, there's, it's not going to matter. Russell, we don't know what Russell's going to do on the Warriors. But I cannot in good conscience not have the Warriors in top five with all the things they've done in the last half a decade. So they're in your top five of your list. That makes, one, that makes more than five, bro. No, that doesn't because you can't count Lakers one, Rockets two, Jazz three, 76ers 4, Warriors 5. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. You're right.
1: But that's <laughs> not the list you gave. Oh, you my said, God. I, you said you, Jazz was number one or two. You got to make up your mind. See, You're talking is, about all this, this interchangeable is, did stuff. Did you hear
2: what he's saying? He's talking Are about you all understand? this
1: interchangeable stuff. Are you hearing stuff. what he's Just saying? give us your list, man. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to lie. It was very enjoyable listening to this. So I understand what Dakari's is saying. And Gavi, you just, I think you're misunderstanding what he's saying. So, the list I have now, we're just looking at the team in the top five. I have Lakers number one. Right. But now, if you are talking about regular season, I understand regular season rankings, like he's saying, Lakers will be in probably the fourth or fifth. Why? Because, well, LeBron's going to play. I'm talking about the the question that you gave me. (laughs) Okay. So, I would have Lakers number one. And. It does hurt me to say this because the more I stare at it, it's going to really – I'm focusing on two people. Clippers at two based off of this list. We have Patrick Beverly, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Harrell, and Zubai. Now, really, Patrick Beverly is nothing to really be happy about if you really think about it. But –
1: Defensively. Defense,
0: but offensively, he's not really anything. So this team is going to be very defensive-minded, so I'll give him two for that. Three for me, I give to the Rockets because – Westbrook is an upgrade, of course, from um, from Chris Paul. Four, to me, I give it to Jazz as the most balanced team. They don't have any names that stick out to make me say, oh, they're better than the 76ers, but they are the most balanced team. And if the 76ers went up against the Jazz, I see that the Jazz would beat them because they are more composed. 76ers, Joel Embiid, I don't even know if he's going to play. Now, for my five spot, it is tough. I actually have two teams put in my five it was 76ers and the Warriors. Now, the Warriors, the reason why I have them in there is if Russell could somehow in any way shoot or in some way be like um, Clay Thompson, you essentially have your core three with a Willie Cauley Stein and then who's coming off the bench? Kevin Looney, which is even better because now he's coming off the bench. They don't have their strong bench, but going based off of this five, it would have to be 76ers. I had the Warriors up here in respect as a 5B To the 76ers, 5A. 76ers, it does bother me. Why? Tobias Harris is a good player, but he has to prove to me this year that he will step up. He has said he couldn't step up because Jimmy Butler, but he has to prove it this year. Josh Richardson has been good on Miami, but can he be good on a team full of stars? Because Miami had how many stars? Beyond Waiters, do we count him? No, so we're not going to count that. Ben Simmons needs to, oh yeah, and he's gone now. And Ben Simmons has to get a shot. So, I would stick to 76ers as 5. The Warriors is like, out of respect, I put them as a 5B. But, Lakers, Clippers, Jazz, Lakers, Clippers, Rockets, Rockets, Jazz, 76ers. And if this is a regular season matchup, I do agree with Doc. Um, it would be between Jazz and Rockets to be number one. I'd probably say Jazz, then the Rockets. And then, um, after that, I can see it being Denver. And then, after Denver, I can see probably the Cl- the Clippers and then Lakers and then going down.
1: So the end of the season, you have the Jazz being the
0: number one, number one seed between Jazz and Rockets because okay. both of those teams actually are they literally want to be number one. Clippers and Lakers have no reason to care to be number one seed because whoever they play, they know they can beat them. But if their people are healthy, they can beat them. And, and this,
2: isn't, this isn't anything new. Look how many times LeBron does not mind sliding down into the standings just to crush other people in the matchups. So the Lakers are preserved to make a long uh, journey all the way to June. So they have no incentives. You're going to have Jazz because they're young, but they also want to have a more of a home crown advantage. They do so much better at home because of young players and everything. So you're going to have Jazz there. Um, again, if you look at the Rockets, Rockets have always faltered everywhere, so they're just going to do their Rockets thing that they always do. The only thing that you're going to look at, the 76ers, you better hope that their monster lineup works because they have no consistent three-point shooters. You might go with Josh maybe, but Josh has never been in the system with this many people. Al Horford is a 34 to 37% three-point, which is great for a big but you've got also Joel Embiid that loves to heat check people at three and he's not that good and then you have Ben who does not shoot at all not even elbow jumper jumpers so that's not going to happen and Tobias Harris he's pretty much a utility guy that can do pretty much everything but he's with all of those huge forces so it's going to be an interesting year but um uh, we'll just go from there
0: Thank you guys. Uh, So much information, so much to look forward to. Um, The new season is just around the corner. And of course, uh, for us, our Yahoo um, draft date is going to be sometime in October, maybe around uh, the first week in October. So we're looking forward to that. Tune in. We may be doing a live podcast during the draft. Uh, We're going to see if that's possible. We're going to work into that and see if that's possible. If it is, you will get to hear live updates. You'll get to see what the picks are. You'll get to see, uh, get into the minds and understand why am I picking this person, why. It'll be a nice experience. And for those who are picking their Yahoo Fantasy Draft after that date, uh, it'll give you some tidbits on what to pick and who not to pick and uh, what to look out for. So keep an eye out for that. We'd like to thank G Black for coming all the way down from, from the Berg. Uh, To come down here and dirty bird. It's awkward to spit some sort of knowledge, and of course, Doc, as always, uh, bringing the supplies and coming with that knowledge of FIBA and WNBA, which no one watches. And I am this guy uh, signing out, saying we will see you next time, and hopefully that'll be at the draft.